Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm actually really excited for today, and I think I say that every time, um, but it really feels like my own adventure, my own journey when I create these episodes for you because of the amount of time, energy, effort, and diligence that I, like, I guess, participate in to create these episodes. Like, I hope you know that I care about you guys. I really, really do. And I'm always evaluating, like, was that helpful? Am I actually making a difference? Like I have a lot of the same doubts as you. Like I often wonder if I'm doing enough, if the work even matters. And as I was sitting here preparing for today's episode, I sat at my desk and I'm just like, what am I going to say? I didn't really have anything coming to me. And um, it's interesting when that happens, I don't let myself stay there. I never, I never just be like, okay, brain, I hear you. I don't have anything to say. And so I just want to offer that if you often have the, the thought, I don't know what to say guess that's it, right? I'm just going to throw in the towel today. (laughs) Stick with it a little longer because actually what I'm going to talk about is really cool. And it actually came from a a coaching conversation that I had with my sister. And I was talking to her and I realized like we had just some different beliefs, some different paradigms of how we see life. And one of the things that I helped her see is, is through this, or I guess one of the ways that I helped her see the power of coaching is by giving her this metaphor. And the metaphor is life is like a video game, which is what I'm calling this podcast episode. And the video game analogy is very, very, very powerful. I'm going to share a lot of different contexts for it. But basically the idea is, is when we think of like a video game, like why do we play video games? I'm not even a video game player. So I'm like imagining this video game um, where you like, Collect, you know, go on activities and adventures to collect golden coins so you can buy a new outfit for your avatar. <laughs> and you go to different worlds to accomplish a task, right? But like, why? What's the point? And for most people, they would answer like, because they want to, because it's fun. And then we we stop with the metaphor when we think of our own life. We take it so seriously. And I think one of the the blessings of my lifetime for my myself is that I live in a paradox that nothing matters and everything matters, right? Just like a video game, right? When you're playing a video game, you want to win. You want to stay alive. You want to beat the boss. You want to get the golden coins. You want to get to the next level. And the same thing is true of life, right? But like in a video game, there's this element of this isn't real. So it's okay. Like you're not going to go into a deep, dark depression if you don't beat the boss on level seven. (laughs) You know what I mean? But in life, if we have an offer or someone tells us, you know, you're not as good as you think you are, or someone, you know, quits on our program, we make it mean so much. And I think the the beneficial way or the beneficial um, aspect of thinking of life as a video game is that it it lessens the load, I guess. It makes it easy. It makes it not so serious, even though it is serious, right? Like the paradox I was just telling you about that I live by is that everything matters and nothing matters. And so when I go to launch, like it really matters. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. And this is really hard to grasp until until you grasp it, right? Which is like so many things in life. It doesn't make sense until it makes sense. And so I'm hoping today that I can kind of sell you this idea. Um, 
because I think it'll change your life. And so anyway, I was talking to my sister about this because she was kind of like, I don't like, this was months and months ago. And she was talking about how she didn't really like her job, but she didn't know what she would do otherwise. Um, she kind of just wanted to travel. She wanted, you know, she'd wanted to do a lot of things, but she wasn't sure if that was like responsible or if that was the quote, the right thing, which a lot of people get stuck in like, is this the right thing? And when we put in the context of a video game, right, is it the right thing to go to island world versus space world to go on a race? (laughs) No, (laughs) there's no right. It's just like, what do you want to do? And I think from a young age, we're kind of taught, this is what you should do. You should get a job so it's secure and you should buy a house and you should get married and then you'll be successful. And especially if you have a three-car garage and two vehicles, (laughs) right? Like we're like sold this like, this pattern of what success can look like. But my question is like, who made up those rules, right? Where did that even come from? Um, I think that there's principles and elements of truth in the prescribed paradigm of living. But I have just learned to question a lot of paradigms and beliefs because it's like, does this help me create something epic? Does this help me create what I want? Does this help me actually make my vision a reality? Or is this like a prescribed concept of life taught by someone who is afraid. And so for me, I'm always challenging my thoughts because I'm like, is this mine? Is this what I really want? Or is this, was this taught to me at, in second grade? You know, it's hard to, to know until you really start to look at your thoughts and beliefs and look at them. And why I love the video game idea is that it kind of puts it into this like silly metaphor that like, well, if this is my video game, what do I want to do? And why, like, Why am I trying to look outside of myself for what I should do? Job, money, clothes, house, like all the things. And so one of the things that I help my sister work through is like the video game principle for her own life and what she wants to do. And so many people are really afraid of asking themselves what they want because, and this is why, right? Like we're afraid of asking what we really want because if it's not the life that you currently have, it creates suffering and pain. And so I think part of the the ripping off the band-aid that needs to be done to, to actually really understand the, the video game analogy is to sit with like, is this the life that you want? And for me, like I, I found myself saying things like to my husband and to my mom and to my friends, like I could never go work for someone because I know the life that I want to live. I love the flexibility. I love my schedule. I love that I get to decide my pricing and who I work with, the offers I put out, how often I work, how much I work, what I do for work, where I do work, right? All the things like I couldn't go work for someone. That's my video game. And what's interesting, if I go back to like my 18 year old self, I would have never even thought of this life if someone else wasn't playing this version of the video game. And so I'm so grateful for mentors and teachers who showed me that there was a different way. And yeah, it's scary to like break out of what the paradigm of of how most people live, right? Which is get get a job that's secure, um, live below your means and just kind of coast. And I don't know about you, but like coasting really scares me. yeah, wow, when I said that, I was like, dang, like, that's true. Like, coasting really scares me. Growth compels me. Growth is exciting to me. It's a challenge, which is why we love video games, right? We like the right amount of challenge. If it's too hard, it's it feels impossible and we give up. But if it's too easy, it's not really entertaining, right? It's not interesting. And so that's why I love entrepreneurship is you get to decide which world you go play on the video game. You know what I mean? And as you get better, you get to decide your level of entrepreneurship. And some people, this is really important, I I feel like to say, 
is that some people don't really want an, an intense, super challenging thing. They want to go, like I'm thinking of like this video game, it's like maybe they want to go to a video game that's like, you know, a race car. And like, it's super easy, straightforward. You don't need to learn new skills. You just need to watch out for the bad guys and the, you know, the holes in the road. And you can play that game. And some people like love that game, right? And they just want to play it over and over and over again. And then some people like want a challenge where there's like, you know, maybe you're leading a team and there's different levels and the boss is really complicated and you have to like get the, all these tools in order, in sequence before you can face the boss. I'm just like making this up. But in entrepreneurship, that can look like building a team, building a multi-million dollar corporation. Um, there's definitely levels to the entrepreneurship game. And what's cool is, is you get to decide what levels you want to play at. And I think if you find a happy medium between what you want and a healthy level of challenge for you, like you get to play the game that you want to play. And the, the problem is, is that no one really teaches you to think this way, right? Like I think carving your own path, a lot of people are so afraid that they're going to tell you things that aren't necessarily true, but out of their own fear, they're going to try to protect you from failure. They're going to try to protect you from making a mistake or from getting your heart broken or like your hopes crushed, right? Don't get your hopes up too high. Be careful, right? Most businesses fail, right? Um, but if that's the video game you want to play, you have, in my opinion, a duty to protect your beliefs about what you can do and what you can't do in this lifetime. I have just challenged so many of my beliefs that like, I just really don't think there's nothing I couldn't do if I gave it my due diligence, the right amount of time and learned the skill set required. Um, because that's how much inner work I've done. I just like believe that's, that's the pattern, right? Now, then the question becomes, what do I want? Which is a totally different um, ball game, different discussion than what can't, what am I capable of? I, I conceptually understand I'm, ca- I'm pretty much capable of whatever I wanted to create. And now the question becomes, what do I want? What video game do I want to play? And for me, just to kind of like document my journey for myself and for you guys, but like right now, I want to scale to seven figures. I have no idea what that's going to look like um, in the future. Right now, it looks like building out the matrix, building out the miracle mind, and then filling my one-on-one. And for the foreseeable future, like that is my mission, right? Grow my audience, serve, create value for you guys, learn how to market and sell my offers better, learn how to give even more value and get better results for my clients and become an entrepreneur that can hire people, that can outsource, that can trust, that can let go of bigger amounts of money so I can make bigger amounts of money, right? That's what I'm working on right now. And um, that's a video game I want to play. When I get to seven figures, we'll see what I, what video game I want to play then. When I got started, I remember like this so clearly, what I wanted back then was just to make $600 a month. Like that, that I'm so grateful, but that changed my family's life. Me learning how to make about $1,000 a month. Like that really changed my family's life. Um, and that's what I, that's a video game I was trying to play. And now I'm trying to play a very different video game. And what's cool is, is as you evolve, your choices in what video game you want to play also evolve. And then there's this aspect that if you've followed me and, and leave my content for a long time, you know that I see things as like spiritual. And so there's this like element of spiritual creation that comes into the video game which is like we get, we we also create what we think about. So the video game ebbs and flows, the bosses change, the landscape changes, the ease or difficulty changes based on, on you. And so 
this is powerful to know because you're always creating the video game. Like there is no video game that exists outside of you. And this is really powerful to understand because then when something happens in your life, it's because you you had a thought about it. You believed it. Um, like one of the things that I was just coaching a client on is their belief that clients want to reach out to them, right? They, they just believed that it was hard to sign clients. And I was like, well, I bet you're proving that right. Like you have to anchor in the belief that clients reach out to you. And she was like, but they don't. I'm like, yeah, but they don't because you're not believing it. It is backwards, right? Most of life is backwards. You actually have to believe it before the evidence comes. And that's how the video game works. We are very, very powerful. Like so powerful that I think sometimes we're so powerful that we make ourselves believe that we're not powerful, right? Or we're so powerful that we actually make it harder on ourselves because we believe it to be. And what's cool is, is when you learn to challenge your own thinking, you, it's almost like the matrix, right? Like when he wakes up inside the matrix, the movie, I have a program called the matrix, but this is different, right? Like, um, the matrix, the movie with Keanu Reeves, like when he realizes he has the power, he's like, he dodges bullets, things slow down. He can walk on walls, like all sorts of things. And that is what's possible. There have just been too many instances in my life or in my clients' lives where I saw a result come from a thought, from a belief, right? And sometimes it's because of action, but sometimes it's hard to trace, right? Like I had a client reach out to me a few months ago that was like, hey, I'm ready to work with you one-on-one. I wasn't really selling one-on-one. I don't know where it came from, but I had always, I choose to believe every day that clients reach out to me from places known and unknown. So of course I created that with my thinking among other things, but that's how it starts. And this sounds crazy. I know this sounds out there until you experience it. And so one of the metaphors that I learned from a book called the way of mastery is this idea that like you drop a pebble in the, in the pond or, or a lake or something. And the ripple effect is our current reality, right? But the pond, the pebble is your thinking, the beliefs you hold. And we don't realize how powerful we are. So we drop a pebble in the pond, like it's hard to make money. And then the ripple effect of that is it's hard to make money. It's hard to make money. It's hard to make money. And you think that's truth, but truly you just created a video game where that's your reality. This is a hard pill for people to swallow because they want to fight against this. They want to put all the power in outside sources like our world, like the economy, like the boss at work, like the patriarchy, like, um, you know, the, the fact that entrepreneurship is, is difficult or that clients don't care or that the algorithm on Instagram sucks, whatever the story is, right? I never say any of those things because I'm very conscious of what I speak out loud. And so I'm always trying to tell the story of things that I want to have happen because I'm creating my video game, right? I want it to be challenging, but I don't want it to be so challenging that I fail all the time, right? I want to have some wins. <laughs> I want to get what I want. So that starts with my mind. It starts with what I speak into the world. And so sometimes I'll hear someone say like, you know, it's just really not working for me. And I'm like, wait, 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 why would you speak that into the world? Like, let's choose a different story. And this is hard. Like, it's super hard to write a different story, especially when you've been believing your brain and everything that it offers you, right? Like, this is why coaching is so powerful because we challenge the beliefs that we've never thought to question. Like, what we were just talking about with the video game, right? Like that your reality is actually reflecting back to you, your belief system. And so sometimes people ask me like, is it true that you get more haters when you get more successful? And I'm like, I guess that depends. Like if you expect it, yes. I don't get that many haters and I feel like I've created awesome success. 
Um, do I have people that don't always like agree with me? Sure. But I don't often hear about it. It's not like I get tons of negative comments. I'm not super polarizing. Like I just don't think I, I have to endure negative comments. I also actually choose to believe that the world is good and that people, most people want me to win. And now what's interesting is if you have experience of haters or negativity, you might tend to disagree with me. But what we, what we don't realize is like, that's because it's within your brain. And that's really, like I said, this is a really hard pill to swallow for people because you want to make it that this is just the truth of humanity. And what I want to say is, no, it's the truth of your own humanity. It's what you are thinking about. And so we're constantly evolving ourselves and what we think about and how we see other people. In fact, one of the most spiritual practices you can do is to literally stop judging people, right? When we judge other people, it's just demonstrating your beliefs that you have about other people and yourself. It's not true about them. It's how you see the world. And this work has been very hard for me personally. Like we are judgmental creatures, right? That person drives too crazy. That person is rude. That person is negative. They're um, a victim, right? All of those are judgments that I'm making, which means that that mindset, that frame of looking at things is within me, not within them. If I can see it in another person, it's within me. And this is where the Bible talks about like the beam and the moat, right? If you see a beam in someone else's eye, you miss that there's a moat in your eye is basically how Jesus teaches it. I'm paraphrasing. And this is true, right? If you see a fault in someone else and you criticize, there's something within you that also you are criticizing or also that you are a hypocrite for because you are demonstrating those same behaviors. And this is coming from a really loving place. I hope you don't think that I'm judging you. This is the work that I've been doing personally for a long time is releasing judgment of other people so that I can really release judgment of myself and see people with love, right? Um, Gabby Bernstein is the one that introduced me to this book called The Course in Miracles. And it's basically in The Course in Miracles, it teaches that we are either in love or fear. And we can't be in both at the same time. So judgment is fear. If I'm judging another person, I can't also be in the presence of love for them. And so when we are finding fault, when we are criticizing, when we're judging, when we're labeling, we're not loving them. And to me, this whole game, like for me, like this is really personal, but the video game that I want to play is like, how many people can I love? And frequency, the frequency of money to me means like more impact and more ability to love people. And that's not always popular, um, but a lot of people have made that connection. I think if you've studied, you know, any spirituality or metaphysics about money is it's very similar to the feeling of love and abundance. And so for me, the video game is like, how can I show more people love? How can I become pure in my thoughts that I don't judge anyone? I read a book called The Ultimate Coach, um, and it's about Steve Hardison, who is another coach. And he talks about this, this document that he creates. And one of the lines in his document really speaks to me. He says, I am that no one is worthy of my judgment and everyone is worthy of my love. And he speaks that out loud every day. And even right now, I'm like emotional about that statement because I've judged a lot of people in my life. And you know, so have you, like that's the nature of humans. But I think part of our conscious evolution is to stop judging other people and to start loving them. Um, whatever choices they make, even if you, if you personally disagree as far as like your own set of values, it doesn't mean you have to judge them. And one of the things I'm trying to catch myself on is like, okay, if I 
notice judgment? Where is that showing up in my own life? Because the more I can purge the judgment, truly the more present I am to the love I have for the humans, which is the whole point of this life, in, in my opinion, <laughs> is to learn how to love people and to evolve ourselves. And, and the word that comes to me is like self-actualization, which is why I chose entrepreneurship because I'm on the path of self-actualization. Like I know that sounds kind of big to say, but I want to see what I'm capable of. And I want to see what I can do in this life because that's the video game that I want to play. And part of that to me is learning how to increase my ability to love other people. And so one of the, th- one of the feedback um, pieces that I get from clients is that like, I know you really believe in me. And I'm like, I really do. What I hope to get feedback about in the future is like, I can feel your love for me. And that's what I'm working on is like, how do I demonstrate love without being cheesy or over the top? And maybe, maybe I need to get that out of my awareness, but I want, I want my clients to feel my love for them, that I believe that they can do anything because that they, they are children of the divine and we are meant to be creators just like our heavenly creators. And so for me, like this is a deep um, understanding of quote the video game analogy because it's like this life is artificial. We are here to like almost like a setup to develop skills to uh, an understanding and awareness things that go beyond our bodies, things that go beyond this life. And that's why I love entrepreneurship so much because it's not just about making money and it's not just about like the tools you use or the offers you make. It really is about the kind of person that you become. And when I say that, like I, that just rings true to me. It's like, who am I becoming? And, and then when I get to that, you know, what's the next level? Um, it's like a mountain that has no peak, right? Like when I get to the top of the peak, I just see another mountain that I want to climb. And that game is endless because it's a video game that I created where I just keep going until I leave this life. <laughs> um, and for me, like, that's how I know I'm, I'll never go back to a job. Like this is just my life's mission and this is what I've chosen and I will make it work because this is the game that I want to play. And as we release judgment for how other people play their video games, right? Blinders on. Doesn't matter what your sister says about entrepreneurship. It doesn't matter what your grandparents think about, you know, your most recent business investment, except that you make it mean something, right? But truly it actually doesn't mean anything because it's all in your own mind anyway. It's like, what game do you want to play? That's the most relevant question I think that we could ask each other is like, what do you want for your life? And I, if you've ever talked to me in real life, you know, I have a hard time like doing small talk because I like want to know the depths of people's souls, right? Like I want to know what they really want and what they really think. I want to hear how they've pondered about the, you know, like the meaning of the universe and the, their meaning of life and why they do what they do and what they think is coming and the, how they create and all of those kinds of things. And so that's why I love coaching is like, I get to talk about the deep stuff every day. And it's not like, you know, traditional, I think when I think of um, like my coaching in high school for basketball, like they, it was a lot of instruction, right? Like do this, don't do this, cut here, pass here, you can do this, work harder, right? A lot of it constructional. And what I like to think of my coaching, it's more of like co-creative. So, um, or causal, that's another word. It's like, we're getting to the root of who they are so that they can create the video game with the set of rules that make sense for them, for the life that they want to live here. And that's why I'm just committed to this work. It's also why I'll probably always have one-on-one clients um, because of the nature of the one-on-one creative process. Um, 
that we get to do together. I love teaching and coaching in groups as well, but there's some, just one-on-one has my heart <laughs> for that reason because I can really look at someone and get to know them inside and out, their desires, their dreams, um, what they want, what they are afraid of, what they think life is for, why they, why are we here? Like I love hearing that that perspective and getting to the root of it. Even even be in like within your religious beliefs, like what do you think we're here for? And more specifically, why are you here? Why did you choose to come? And what do you want to do with your agency to create? And I love that kind of discussion. And so anyway, back to this video game analogy that I I just am obsessed with. It's like when you think about the video game, it's like, of course you're going to fail and you regenerate a life, <laughs> right? That's how I feel like entrepreneurship is. It's like you only really fail if you turn off the video game and go put in a different video game called go to work nine to five or, you know, don't not have a job, sleep on parents' couch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like there's lots of video games to play. Um, but you catch my drift, I think. It's like the only way you really fail is if you quit. And so for me, regenerating lives looks like experiencing a not so great launch and then launching something new. Regenerating a video game life is like not making it mean something when I have a hard day. It's just like, this is part of the video game, right? This is a simulation. This is not real. This is my creation. And then the moment that I remember that, it's like, oh, like I'm going to go have fun. I'm going to close my computer. I can't close my computer because it's a Mac, but I'm going to walk away from my computer I'm going to turn my phone off for a little bit and I'm going to read or I'm going to sit outside and have the sunshine hit my face. I'm going to watch my girls play and hear their little giggles. I'm going to snuggle up with Wesley and watch a show. I'm going to, you know, go on a walk in nature. Like it's not so serious. I chose to be here to be alive, right? To experience the challenge, the beauty of being alive. And for me, that's what the whole thing is for. And what's interesting is like, you might hear that and go, oh, that's cool. Like, that's not what I believe. And it's like, well, do you want to change that? Do you want to change your beliefs so that it, you can structure and create your video game the way that you want to experience it? And so this is why I think it's so important to have a healthy relationship with your desires because they become the blueprint for what choices to make. They inform what we do, right? Our desires inform what we do. Because if you don't know what you want, like, like the classic example of Alice in Wonderland when she's asking the Cheshire cat, like, where do I go? And she, he's like, well, where do you want to go? And she's like, well, I don't know. And he's like, it basically doesn't matter what path you choose then. And that's why entrepreneurs, when they get started and, and stuck, and I've been there, so this is coming from non-judgment from me, when you don't know what you want, you all of your actions are going to be meaningless, right? Because they're not propelling you towards a future that you want. It's not giving, getting you on the path. It's just like swimming in circles, right? Instead of swimming to a destination. And part of the mental inner work is that understand is the understanding that like it's not about the destination. It's about the process of deciding on a destination, getting there, enjoying it, and then choosing a new destination and doing it all over again. Like that's progress, that's life. And so, but you do have to choose destinations, right? Like you do have to have the clarity. And the, honestly, the, the personal power to make a decision, which means to cut off other options, right? One of the best things that I did was like leave my VIP kid job when I was life coaching because it was a little scary. Um, I liked having that income, but basically I decided I would make enough money as a coach and I would do the work until that was true. And then once it was true, I left VIP kid and went all in on coaching and I haven't looked back since. Um, 
but that was like a that was a deciding moment in my life and there's been a lot of deciding moments right like getting married um having children starting a business uh, other things like hiring mentors investing um in things but like it's the it's the belief it's the destination that i knew where i wanted to go so those decisions made sense if i didn't know where i wanted to go i wouldn't have known how to make those decisions right and so clarifying your values comes from clarifying what kind of life do you want to live and with the understanding which is the whole premise of this podcast episode which is like life is your video game it can be whatever you want it to be you are not limited by what you think is realistic you are only limited by what you believe is possible and so for me I'm always challenging what's possible and I'm always believing in something a little bit bigger. And I, I know I might sound a little crazy to people who don't play the same video games as me, right? To use the metaphor, who are playing a video game of, you know, struggling to get by of, um, you know, it's hard to make money. People don't want what I'm selling. It's it, most businesses fail like that paradigm. I'm not interested in. I want true abundance. And what's interesting is p- abundance itself is a paradigm, right? Like where there's There's beliefs that there's not enough. There's also beliefs that there's always more than enough. Where there's beliefs that the economy's tanking, there's also people who are thriving. It's like, which one do you want to buy into? Which beliefs do you want to buoy up? Which beliefs do you want to cultivate and grow? And that's that's like a garden, right? In The Matrix a few months ago, I shared this um, book called As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. And he talks about basically like we plant thoughts in our mind and then they grow into our reality. Kind of, I'm paraphrasing, but I think about this all the time that my mind is like a garden, right? And what I grow in my mind becomes my reality in my life. And so I'm constantly weeding, right? I'm pulling out beliefs like it's hard to make money. No one wants what I have. Um, Most businesses fail. Those, Those nasty weeds that feel true, like why am I believing this? Oh, I don't want to believe this, right? I want to believe that everything's working in my favor. I want to believe that I'm being divinely guided to the right clients and that they're being divinely guided to me. I want to believe that I'm meant for big things. I want to believe that money can come easily. And because I choose those things consciously, they become my reality. And I used to like really resist this idea because just because I hadn't learned how to use this muscle. Um, so if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, this is like way too hard (laughs) or like, I don't believe you. That's fine. Um, but like, that's the video game that you're choosing to play. And I love this idea that like we get what we believe, right? And so if you want to believe that it's hard, that your thoughts actually don't create your reality, like that's fine, but just recognize that that's also what you're creating, And it's really like, I'm like, ah, but don't you want to believe that it could be different? Don't you want to believe that you're more powerful than you actually know, understand you are right now? Don't you want to believe that there's this different way of living and creating? It's fun. And it is, it takes some work, right? Because like there's a whole host of energetic issues that can come up, right? Um, One of the things that I talk a lot about with my clients is the idea that sometimes we could take the same action but the way we fuel that action energetically is very different, right? The, the main one that I coach on is the difference between creating from scarcity versus creating from abundance. And creating from scarcity looks like, okay, I wake up in the morning, I check my bank account, I need to sign a client. So I'm going to go sign a client because I am scared I will not pay my bills. I'm going to post on Instagram and ask people to hire me, right? Scenario two, I wake up. I check my bank account. I don't have as much money as I 
want. I look around and I journal because you know what, even though I don't have as much money in my bank account, I'm really grateful for my life. And I look at my kids smiling and I'm happy. And I look at the clients that I do have and I'm grateful. And I'm just, I feel the breath in my lungs and I, you know, drink my drink in the morning and I eat my food in the morning and I take a deep breath in and I'm grateful. And then I imagine someone that I could help today. And wouldn't it be so cool if I enrolled another client and now I'm going to post on Instagram that I'm accepting new clients, like same action, right? Posting on Instagram, inviting people to work with you, but a totally different energetic fuel. And to me, that has been the video game of a lifetime is learning how to fuel my action with the right energetics. And that to me is the work of a lifetime because it just keeps, it keeps evolving, right? As, as my understanding and wisdom grows, as my experience grows, as the nuance of this work grows, I'm able to hold different frequencies and I'm able to see different results that I want to create. And that's why Abraham Hicks teaches that like contrast is good, right? Sometimes when we experience something we don't want, what we do want becomes available to us. So sometimes we have to go through hard things so we know, okay, this is not the video game that I want to play. What do I want to play, right? I don't like the game where I don't have enough money. Okay, great. I want to play the video game where I have overflow every month. How do I play that game? Who do I need to play? Who do I need to be? What do I need to believe? What kind of actions do I need to take to play that game? And that's when things get fun. When we start using our imagination instead of looking to the history. When we look at what's possible instead of what's probable, right? Most of us are, if you're, especially if you're listening to a podcast like mine, I bet you're bored with the probability of your life. You want something possible. And if you took quantum play with me, you want something potential, right? And pure potentiality, something so hard to imagine. You don't have a lot of evidence, but you have some of what could be, not what's predictable, not, not what most people create, but what could be created through you. And that's what keeps me going is like this vision of what could be. That's the video game that I love playing is possibility and potentiality. It's like, Ooh, what else could I do? What else can I create? Where else can I push myself? Where else do I feel limited? That is just my own creation, right? My limitations are created by me and your, your limitations are created by you. And so the more that we challenge our thinking, the more we expand into the growth zone, into the possibility zone where what used to be like, you know, made up actually becomes your reality. And that's the path that I get to walk with my clients. And I'm very, very grateful. I do not take it for granted that I get to do what I do. Um, But I will say I created this video game. Like this is what I imagined five years ago when I started my business is playing this kind of game where I get to work with epic coaches and do spiritual work and do business work and talk to entrepreneurs all day and innovate for you guys. Like I, I created this and I'm really grateful. And I want you to take that as evidence that you can do this too, that you, it doesn't matter what's going on right now. It matters what you want to create and how much work you're willing, not, not work as an action or physical work, although that is part of it more so like the challenging your paradigms, challenging your beliefs so that you can create the video game that you want to play. And that's what's fun. That's why I love this work. So I hope this this episode resonated with you. I hope you feel more expanded. I hope you are seeing more possibilities. And also like kind of what I shared last week, like until it works. Once you have the vision, you have to also have the commitment to do what it takes. And not just do as in like masculine hustle, burning, your out, burning yourself out. 
also the inner work of like healing your thoughts, releasing judgment of other people, right? Stop judging rich people if you want to be rich, right? Stop judging people who um, have built the life of their dreams. Bless them. Like bless them in their ventures because you want those ventures, right? And there's a great book um, that I really love called The Gentle Art of Blessing. And I highly recommend you check it out. If you struggle with judgment, read that book. Um, It changed my life. Anyway, quick caveat at the end of this episode, but thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of my video game. Thanks for letting me be a part of your video game right now. Like I really am grateful. So I will see you in another episode. Um, If you would share this with a friend, I would really appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, if you love this podcast, I know you'd love the matrix where I coach, teach, and mentor entrepreneurs like you about what I call the art of entrepreneurship. It really is the year of miracles where we combine business strategy with doing the inner work, where you take your business to the next level. Check it out and join the waitlist at itsambersmith.com forward slash matrix.